happy Sunday, folks. It's Sunday again, 9pm. You know what that means. It's time to jibber with us motherfucking jabbers, and that's us band. <laughs> <laughs> Janice is in the house. Hi, Janice. <laughs> Hi, Janice. Ah, oh, it's always good. Janice, hey, Janice isn't always the first one, isn't it? So no, she's on time this week. Okay, well, I'm loving that shirt, mate. <laughs> Do you know what it is? I've only just noticed what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is, man? I'm very aware how <laughs> just honking it is, right? But I actually <laughs> love it. I actually love it, right? And and you know when the right time to pack a piece of clothing is when you look at it and go, oh, and your missus goes, you're not wearing that. I'm like, that's exactly why I'm wearing it. But today, today I was hosting a wee Christmas shindig in the cinema. Um, and my family all had their Christmas jumpers on when we went down. I thought, you know what? It's time. It's time. So I wore this beautiful. <laughs> and you know what? Actually, it feels so smooth. I actually feel like I'm like Tony I'm Montana. And I feel like I'm Tony Montana. Eh? <laughs> Janice says, I'm on it today. Oh, Janice is so happy to have you here. Lee, I'm scared to talk to Lee. No, I'm only joking, I'm not. But I'm scared <laughs> when she comes in here because somebody like Janice could just be like, hey, I'm on it today. And Janice, uh, and Lee's like, aye, but next week you'll know me. You'll be in the fucking morgue. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Before you know it, we're losing guests. <laughs> I, I don't think Lee does that right enough. Thank you. <laughs> no. so, um, don't bother paying for the next session yet. We'll come to that. <laughs> <laughs> Also, cancel your plans for next Tuesday. <laughs> also, by the way, you've got your Christmas shopping today. Don't you bother. So soon as well. Save the money. Get away on the 21st. <laughs> Matthew Man is in the house. Nice to see you tonight, Matthew Man. Lee says, no, I know. We're just we're just we're just rousing. Lee Lee, by the way. I don't know, I don't know if it's just me, but Lee happens to be like one of the most accurate spiritual mediums I've ever encountered. She just tends mm -hmm. to know stuff. Um, her predictions so far have kind of come true. And fucking. Oh, remember when she uh, did me on stage? <laughs> ah! <laughs> and uh, she was like, the name Elizabeth. And I was like, ah, I think so. I was thinking to myself, that's Marty. Just found out tonight that my great, uh, my great grand's great, name. Great granddaughter. Uh, my great grand's name was Elizabeth. <laughs> Just for uh, anyway. yeah. me, I think to be fair, though, everybody's great great grand no called Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth, Jean, probably. Aye. Just Elizabeth Aggie. again, isn't it? Senga, <laughs> Agnes, Senga. What else did you have back then? What was the what was the common Ruby. Jane Ruby. was another one. Annie, Aye. Fanny. Correct. Mm. Correct. Which brings us to this podcast. Ginny <laughs> <laughs> says, oh, I hope not he. No, I think you're still with us for a while. Mary. Uh, well, anyways. Tonight, uh, it's very contrary. Our, our topic for tonight is hidden gems. Hidden gems, which for everyone is, you know, when you watch a film and whether it's something you watched in the past or something you just, just found and you're like, that movie's that class that Everybody should know about it, but no, everybody does know about it. And then what happens is you go to work, you mention a movie, nobody knows what it is, but then that one time you'll mention it and one guy will go, oh, I don't remember that. And you're like, I've been waiting to talk to somebody. Those are hidden gems, right? Hi, there's not pretty much how this podcast came about, isn't it? 
<laughs> I think I think I think I knew when I started humming the, the the score, not even the theme, but the score from Neverending Story, and you started humming it back at me. I thought there it is. <laughs> you, know, you you know that thing where it's the wee fat kid on a cloud and then another kid, and they look quite old, but they're they're touching like this. What's the, what's that art piece? I'm pretty sure that's the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> that wee fat kid in the cloud. really describe things well, man. So, so eloquent and well put together. Fat right, kid in the cloud. <laughs> Fucking Michelangelo's Sistine Chapel painting. That's the one. Fat, I, think, I think that's what he signed it. Michelangelo, <laughs> fucking 1534, fat kid in a cloud. <laughs> What's a cherub? Cherubs, all right. Well, I think that was us on the clouds. At that point, we, but except it's ET phone home, right? For the movie reference, purely. Um, Elliot, smell <laughs> your mouth. <laughs> Aye, <laughs> uh, pretty much. So, well, maybe I'll kick it off with a couple of hidden gems, right? And I'm going to talk to you a wee bit about them. I'm going to ask you if you've seen them. If not, I'm going to tell you a wee bit about them. And if you have, mm-hmm. just talk about how bloody class they are, all right? Uh, we encourage you at home watching tonight and listening in the archives if this episode's five months old and this is you just getting around to it. Jump into the comment sections and tell us what films you think are great hidden gems. And we'll go, <gasps> or oh, I've never heard of that. And Punt it straight onto the watch list. I think every time Matthewman says a film, <laughs> scroll. Every time Matthewman <laughs> says, "Have you seen this?" I think I've got a list about as long as me. For it's just purely the match Matthewman watch along. Uh, sorry, the watch list. Yeah. And I've got so much to watch for Matthewman's catalogue that I'm looking forward to. So I'm going to kick this off here, right? And I'll make it quite simple for the first one because it's literally I'll get a paint you a wee story. So when I growing up, I only like. VHS, I didn't have what I've got now. Like when you got a VHS, you'd get one or two for Christmas. You know what I mean? When you're a kid, you wouldn't get mm-hmm. 400 DVDs that you'd get one or two as part Aye. of Christmas, right? And you'd Everyone watch else was taped off the telly, <laughs> right? <clears throat> but you would watch them over and over and over again throughout that year, easy, right? And I've done it with many titles, right? And a lot of them are here. This is pretty much where they all stem from. And one year, I asked for Mr. Bean, uh, you know, obviously classic Mr. Bean. And I ended up getting a couple of tapes. I was like, fuck's this? <laughs> right? And I don't know what, what, what my mum thought when she was buying it. Like, oh, this is probably what he'll like. Um, but she did. She bought one specific tape that put me onto a collection of tapes that I sought after. And I have this uncle, Billy, who was basically like me, right? So I would go to him, go to his house, and he'd open up a cupboard and... It's like, Lotto! like there it is. It's, you know that when Marcellus is, you know, we good, <laughs> right? He opens up the case. Yeah, we have it. Yeah, we, right? That, that is what it was like for me. And he had pretty much everything. And a lot of these titles actually came from his cupboard. So I've got a lot to thank him for, right? Because I think he really helped steer me on as a, a movie lover. But this title for me, this holds a special place for me. And I don't think everybody appreciates it. Like it's not Netflix. Right, you can't go into HMV and buy the collection on Blu-ray, right? And I think you should be able to. I don't think it's because it's a hidden gem. It is. Oh, what the hell? Oh no, I've uploaded it as a background. No, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> absolute fanny. And this never happens. I swear. You, you know think what? It is? You're tired today or something, Kev? I, I think. I honestly think it's that, mate. 
I'm falling asleep making dinner, mate. Um, just bear me with me for a second. I did make the graphics to show everybody, but what happened was I've uploaded them as backgrounds and not actual files. So here we go. Here we go. Dun, 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 Mr. Uh. P. Warrell. Yes. So... As you can see there, this isn't even all of them. And I'm sure there's probably about six of these films that I'm still not even aware of because they just kind of pop out of nowhere. And you're like, oh, I didn't realise Ernest went to space. Ernest went you know, clubbing, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just Ernest's done something. But as you can see there, Ernest goes to Africa. Ernest scared stupid. Ernest in the army. Ernest goes to school. And there's Ernest goes to camp, which was actually one of my favourites. So for me, it was... Ernest Goes to Africa was easily my favourite. Why? Because that was the one that got me hooked. If you look here to the left, right? So you can imagine, I opened this on Christmas and it says, Ernest Goes to Africa. And I'm looking at that case going, what the fuck yeah, she bought me? I can, I can tell by looking at that case. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in that film that you couldn't get away with. <laughs> ah, that's true. That's I've never true. seen it. I've never oh, seen it. I'm man. telling you now. I, I bet if we were to watch it, we could find <laughs> 4,000 reasons to cancel it. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Mate, you think if they reboot this, John Cena's got a good shout? Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> Buff the only Ernest. thing is, the only problem with using him is that you'd never see him. <laughs> uh, that, do you know what Do you know what it'd be called? It'd be called Ernest Goes to the Gym. Hi. Um, Ernest Panders to Fans. Because uh, Ernest's huge, uh, Ernest's huge, Ernest is jacked. That's <laughs> uh, Cena's jacked, so it'd be really good. Ernest goes to Africa, right? That's where I really, I got my first introduction aside from Toy Story to Jim Varney, right? This was before mm. I discovered the Beverly Hillbillies. Um, <laughs> Watch your head, Granny. <laughs> you gonna eat that? <laughs> um, it's like, man, did you, did you get the brakes th fixed on this thing? Yeah, I took the old ones out Thursday. <laughs> to be next week <laughs> again another another gem but um, I first watched Ernest Goes to Africa right because I was like well my videotape I suppose I better watch it I actually loved it I thought oh this speaks to me this really speaks to me Ernest the guy just doesn't really know where he fits in but has a laugh anyway he doesn't take things <laughs> too serious you know just all about the banter <laughs> and, and I right. loved it what what what's premise is as there's these thieves go and they take what's called the eyes of a goalie, right? And they they cut them out, put them into a wee sack. They try and get away, and what happens is they hide. They hide these big jewels, right? And they end up in Ernest's wee toy shop, right? And Ernest's like, of oh, course. he finds them, right? And he's like, oh, cool, right? <clears throat> he then goes home and goes and turns them into a fucking yo-yo. Right? So these guys are coming to get to get these jewels, and Ernest for the whole film's like, "Why are these guys chasing me? It's just what's my yo-yo?" You know what I mean? Because he he's <laughs> not aware of what it is, and just everything for the tribal folks, the whole thing, the whole thing, just phenomenal. How many, how many of the tribal folk in it are just painted brown? <laughs> I know. I always remember that. I always remember this. Right, so Ernest spends a lot of time in the movie going, right, <laughs> and a lot of the wee tribal folk. Spend all the film going, Oh, the eyes of a goalie! Eyes of a goalie! Um, and I mind there's a point in it where like that, and it fucking gets me every time. Ernest gets hit, right? Because he's he's no complying because he's stupid, right? And he gets hit, right? And he looks at his hand that's just been like squashed and he goes, 
<laughs> See, just just that type of humor for me. It's missing into yeah. my, my favorite Ernest <laughs> moment ever, and I think I'm pretty sure he does them in every Ernest film. And saying that, I, I think I've actually only ever seen one all the way through, one? and it was Ernest goes to jail. Um, <laughs> but it's when he does this. Yeah, he does that. In all. I love that. I mean, I still use that gif to this day. <laughs> if somebody sends me something mine, and I'm like, Matthew says we'd be here. Sorry, it, it kind of it develops though. Like it starts for, uh, and then just I think and Ernest goes to jail. He actually goes, uh, <laughs> just grows arms and legs. He's just he's just he's just unsung. Matthew says we'd be here all fucking night with me talking about this. Matthew drop some of them in the comments. Janice says, Ah, Ernest, this is someone that clearly has watched Ernest. Ernest goes to jail was always my fave. I disagree with that. Ernest leaves the States. <laughs> is that actually one? It has to be. <laughs> Ernest takes over Scotland. That, that's say, hey, coming soon. You he know, already has. He's fucking sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, Ernest goes to camp was a class one. I, th I thought that had a lot of substance. Ernest scared stupid. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> what? I, bet uh, I think it had a lot of substance. Like <laughs> life, life lessons and metaphors in there. Because <laughs> he meets a couple of camp kids that he's like the groundskeeper, eh? Because they just change his job in every fucking film. So he's like the groundskeeper at this camp and he figures out, you know, there's kids and there's shit going down with other kids. It's like, these kids versus these kids. I don't know, he just kind of becomes a big brother to one of the kids that doesn't have a big brother figure or a good dad in his life. So I always enjoyed that one as like my second favourite Ernest film. Um, and then as you see there, Ernest in the army, Ernest goes to school. I think some of them are take it or leave it type of Ernest films, eh? But I yeah. I, I would say what he's waiting on, get a Blu-ray box set released of these so I can take all of them. Get every single one punted in there. Get all the rights. Put them into one nice wee edition. Get a slip-off case on that, and get it in my basket. <laughs> I would like to know how many there are. How I'm many Ernest movies actually are there? I'm going to have to Google this right now. Because I'll be honest with you, the only one there that I'd actually heard of was uh, Scared Stupid. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> a series of five feature-length comedies starred Ernest. Wait a minute. So there's one, two, three, four, right? And that's not including Ernest Goes to Camp or Ernest Goes to Jail. Something's so we have just, wrong, I've, yeah. just, I've just named six. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where does that information come from? I know, that's Wikipedia. Oh, so there's your fucking problem. Um, how many Ernest movies? 17. Slightly different for five, eh? Well... Aye, because there's Ernest Saves Christmas. I love that one as well. Right, okay, I'm going to go down them. Here we go. Hey, <laughs> Somebody's Bern. actually asked this question. What order should I watch the Ernest movies in? Why, <laughs> so you can follow the fucking timeline. <laughs> right, so go Ern Hey Vern, It's My Family album, then the Ernest Film Festival, Ernest Greatest Hits volume, Dr. Otto and the Riddle of Gloombeam, and then Hey Vern. Right, so it really kicks off with Ernest Goes to Camp. Ernest saves Christmas. Ernest goes to Splash Mountain. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest scared stupid. Ernest greatest hits volume two. Ernest rides again. I remember that one. Your world as I see it. Ernest goes to school. <laughs> Slam dunk Ernest. Ernest I goes remember, to Africa. I actually remember that one. Right? I remember that one. And Ernest in the army. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, wow. I need to get them. 
that's right, because he actually started out. Ernest character started out as a skit that was on TV ads selling cars. Yeah. And then they turned into a series and then he got his feature length films. And yet we've not got a box set. Uh, there's something wrong in the world today. I don't know what it is. I know. Let us sort that shit right out. Um J Mac, <laughs> what what is your give me I mean I've done that there as like three four at the one go because I wasn't gonna go the go through them each individually. Ernest is mm. basically as is. So well, I kind of maybe I kind of did my list a wee bit differently because most of the stuff in my childhood, they're quite well known. Aye. You know, so I, I was like, well, I was, there's no point in telling like me coming on here and saying, oh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You know, mm. so, it's a great hidden Aye. gem. Nobody's ever seen that. Aye. I have. So what I, I just started thinking about things that I might have seen at some point, maybe even recently, mm-hmm. that I thought, you know, I saw that, I enjoyed it, never heard anybody talking about it. Yeah. So. The first one I've got in here is a film called Felon. Now, I think this is, I do believe this is on Netflix. Is it? Um, yeah, it stars the great Stephen Dorff. Um, it seems and, like nobody even knows who Stephen Dorff is these days, eh? But we do. Well, he's a hidden gem then. He there is, right? He must, he has to be. Because if you say to anybody, Stephen Dorff, if they have heard of them, they'll go, that's the guy for Blade. Aye. Right? But yet, the gate, motherfucker. Not like sure that. He was, he was also in a he was also in a, a Beatles biopic. Was it? Who did he play? Uh, I can't remember, but uh, it was called Backbeat. The word is on the street that the fire in your heart is it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so this film, uh, Felon, he plays a guy <laughs> just just like a normal guy. Owns his own business. He's got a construction firm. Uh, a guy breaks into his house. He chases him out the house and in the garden, manages to catch up with him and batters him in the heat with a baseball bat and you know, accidentally kills him accidentally. um now the although this guy you know what the rules are in america with regards to killing people on your property if somebody right. enters your property and you didn't tell them they can you can legally just kill them that's fine uh, i'm not sure it goes well, down like that but i'm pretty sure it does ask um does it? indiana indiana girl she'll know um <laughs> That's Janice, by the way, just in case you're wondering. But yeah, it's, it's, it's the rule. If somebody's on your property and you haven't asked them to be there, or you've asked them to leave and they don't, you can shoot them. Anyway, because this guy because this guy was in the garden and running away when he hit him, he gets done for full-blown murder. Oh, nice. Um, and ends up in, in jail in the system for quite a long time. And What was he doing in the garden anyway? Just trying to get his ball back? <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> no, he was in his house. The guy had broken into his house, but he uh, chased him out into the garden, right. and at that point, he caught him with a bat. So, but um, he was running away. Well, that's what you would do if somebody was chasing you with a bat, you fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 uh, exactly, exactly. But it, it, it kind of shows you his progression for just being a normal guy, going into jail, being like fish out of water, just isn't his existence. Mm-hmm. Um and how he actually going to jail is what kind of turns him into a more hardened criminal. It's, it's a fucking good film. And Val Kilmer is amazing in it. He's like their, their kind of the boss of their wing, like the mm. prison boss of their wing. So he's a mm. scary fucker and he's good at it. Um, that it's, it's no one that I can go, oh, I loved him when I was a kid because I didn't. I only seen it probably eight years, eight years ago, maybe I seen it. And uh, I happened to watch it again recently, so it was one of the first ones that came to my mind for Hidden Gems. Um, so I, I would highly recommend that. And, and just, if you've never heard of Stephen Dorff, where the I fuck know. you at? I know. <laughs> um, did, but yeah, check, that's my first check, one. 
Well, my my second one here, well, my, my next up is one that I recently put on to Matthew and he went and got the Blu-ray set and I need to get it now because I found this film. So, you know, like, as you love, when you love films, there's stories attached to how you first found the film that are very interesting, right? And I actually drove past it the other day when I was out, actually it was yesterday, I was on the way <clears> home from <throat> my mate's wee girl's birthday party and I drove through Whitburn. Right, and I'm looking over at the salon and I'm like to my wife, I was like, that's the video shop that I've got so many memories in. I would go in there and because the guy behind the counter right, was dating my mate's sister, I got privileges, right? You know, just by association. I would talk to him, he was a really sound guy. And I would go in and I'd be like, oh, that looks like a class film. All these videotapes. Now, I was never one, for, like... When I had money to spend, I never really wanted to rent a film. I'm like, no, I'll just go to the ex rental section and I'm buying shit that I'm keeping. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to return yeah. this bitch because if I like it, I'm keeping it. Right? <clears throat> um, so, so I would say video there. shops work. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, to, um, I went to the section. I'd be in there every day. What's new? What do I fancy? And this was, again, that glorious time. It was basically like turning on Netflix now, except you had to go outside to do it. I would go there and I'd just browse and oh, pick that case up. That looks class. And I saw a case and I was like, all right, this could be interesting. Obviously, no old enough to buy it. And, what I, um, and next minute, I hand out three quid. I'm walking out of there. Away. And it was a DVD, it wasn't a videotape. This was in the time of DVDs. Okay. Um, <laughs> is this, this absolute fucking banger? Satan's Little Helper, which is obviously a Halloween film, set of Halloween. Have you seen it, James? I have Mac? never. You have? Ever seen oh, that. No. Ah. No. No. That's. A, I don't know whether to laugh or be scared at that. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me well, wrong. Like, looking at looking at it now, I want to laugh at it. If I woke uh-huh. up and it was in my face, I would shit the bed. Uh-huh. Well, here's the thing. You're probably looking at that face going, one of those over the top. It's not actually. It's not over the top. It's not mentally like amazing. In regards to how it's, in a, it's just good. It's just one of those films that's like, that's just a good be horror, right? A guy breaks out of jail and goes into a, a costume store, picks up a mask, kills somebody, and then goes to the house that that guy pretty much was meant to be at. So they think that that's that guy. So they're like treating him like oh, a member of the family. That was handy. Hi. <laughs> Like they think that they think that's just him dressed up, but he never really talks. And then he just goes about killing folk, but he also like kind of recruits a wee boy, right? It's 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 worth a watch for anybody that's not seen it. If you if you ever like hear a fancy a film, there was a good period of time where films had left the iconic horror stage, and you just got horrors that were just horrors. Yeah, remember it. Mm. And it's like for those couple years, every horror that was made. Nobody will ever go, that's iconic. But you'll remember going, that was a good, this was a time where we could watch a horror and nobody like, ah, fuck this, fuck this. It just was good watching a horror. Do you remember those times? Around the time mm-hmm. where Urban Legends and all that came out. Yeah? Aye, the, the, the 90s slasher revival. <laughs> Aye, it just, <clears throat> it just, nobody was bored and all that. It just, it just felt good. It was a fucking good time to watch horrors and all the ones that came out. You would just buy it anyway. Well, that that for me, Satan's little helper. Nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it. Matthewman 
just recently got in on it and I think he's he's loving it. What they say here? Let's fucking face it, guys. There only really is one answer to the Hidden Gems movie. Fatal deviation. <laughs> we will get to that. He By the way, says, I, I, did, I did find out something about Fatal Deviation recently. The guy who stars in that film had found out that there was Hong Kong movie directors interested in maybe making, um, trying to find a new star, trying to find a new martial arts star to make movies with. And it was basically a film <coughs> that he kind of pulled people together to make for him just to showcase his martial arts ability and his acting ability. So you can see how it is so cheap as it is because it was it was basically his he made he made an entire movie for a showreel that's basically what he did so you get to admire that in a way but it's still fucking funny that's class man he also says one of my top three action movies ever that nobody ever talks about the long kiss good night phenomenal movie the long kiss good night remind me who's in that again morgan freeman i think are you kicking ass in an action movie. Oh, Samuel Jackson. Gina Davis, by the way. Again, is she, is she a hidden gem? Wait, is, Morgan, is, she, by is, the way? is Morgan Freeman doing that? Not Samuel Jackson. Fuck's sake, you've just committed. I've just got cancelled. There is literally a video of him telling some kind of... For... No, 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 that's for saying he's not Lawrence Fishburne. That's a different thing. Oh, right, I, uh... I did not commit that crime. I just... Happy. <clears throat> ah. I was thinking of ki- I was thinking of kiss the girls. So get it round you. Were you I? I. Were you? I was. That's my Thorian. I'm thick until it. By the way, Gina Davis is in The Long Kiss Goodnight, and Gina Davis is in one of the films. <laughs> She's in two of the films. I just remember. What? Yeah. How how Stewie Griffin for Family Guy described Gina Davis. Yeah, yeah, she's kind of attractive, but she's a bit gummy. <laughs> Is she? She's, uh, she's a bit gummy. <laughs> well, by the way, and Brian Cox is in that, too. But Gina, Gina Davis is in two of the films that I'm going to bring up tonight. Is it safe to say that Gina Davis is a hidden gem? I mean, f- for us growing up, she was just in everything, right? Well, she, she, has, she has good, like, I mean, she was... Obviously, Beetlejuice. Um, yeah. What was it? The Muppet Treasure. Was she in Muppet Treasure Island? No, oh, no, 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 no. It's the other other pirate film. Oh fuck! What was it called? Hmm. Oh, Matthew, and you'll know what was the pirate film that she was in. I don't even think it was that good, but she was good. Thelma and Louise. That's not a pirate film. And that's um, Cutthroat. Cutthroat Island. Cutthroat. There we go. Yeah. Um, she was also in uh, The Fly. The fly, the fly. Actually, my, my mate Lee was telling me recently that he he had the the social at his door when he was a kid because he told folk at school that he'd seen the fly. <laughs> he actually oh, yeah, had man. social services shop at his door uh, to question his parent and style. That's when or the his... government actually cared because nowadays your kids can go out set fires, try and kill folk, and they'll not even bother doing it. Would you mind taking their photo down, motherfucker? I'll fuck. Nah. <laughs> Pretty much. Fucking, you come down here, prick. <laughs> uh, long Kiss Goodnight looks class. I'm going to need to check that out. Gina Davis, most definitely uh, a hidden gem. I, I don't, if you ask your kid, oh, who's Gina Davis? I don't think they'll know, which is a, a shame, unfortunately, because mm. her work stands up. She's been in, like, she, at least, if you've got a top five, 
what she's going to be in one of your top five movies, probably. If you're especially if you're from our era, yeah, yeah, well, possibly, like, possibly. Uh, all right. Um, so, what's your second? Uh, what's next for your hidden gems? Uh, again, <clears throat> I think I think these films actually did quite well, but again, I don't really hear people talking about them. Um, and it's the Raid movies. All right, um, yeah. So you've got the Raid one and the sequel, which is called <laughs> the Raid Two. Raid two. Um, are these <clears throat> they're basically. I think they're from Indonesia, um, uh-huh. but direct. <laughs> Directed by a Welsh guy, which is weird. <laughs> um, so you've got a Welsh uh, director making an Indonesian martial arts and action. What would you call these masterpieces? They're absolute masterpieces, both of them. Mm. Um, <clears throat> the first one actually kind of feels like a computer game. Um, essentially, you've got all these cops going in to raid this tower block that is just full of criminals, full of organized crime. So you've got the low-level guys, that the low levels, and you've got the top-level guys on the top levels. And you basically yeah. they basically have to work their way to the top to get to the big mob bosses. And it's a really simple premise, but the the action choreography in it is possibly the best I've ever seen in the history of movies. Um, <coughs> the the main star in it, I can't remember his surname. I'm sure his first name's like Evo, something like that. Why did I get big? Emo. Ewo or Iwo or something. Um why am I big? Stop me if you're being big. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there we go. That's that's better. <laughs> oh you you've leaned back. That's what it was. <laughs> you lean back. <laughs> Matthew um, says another belter nobody talks about. Probably the best. So oh, sorry, probably the last true one man army films, Soldier with Kurt Russell. Ah. Have you ever seen Soldier Kev? don't think so soldier was fucking good man um but yeah the the raid i don't want to go too much into them because i want people to actually sit and watch them if you're a fan of action if you're a fan of uh, martial arts it's the perfect combination and it's pretty brutal as well like there's some some pretty painful looking stunts in it and credit to everybody that was involved in the raid movies that those are absolutely fantastic soldier looks right up my street <laughs> it's just proper 90s badassery isn't it yeah and it's also I think that there's I did hear whispers of the fact that it, it's set in the same universe as something else now what is it what is it Matthew I don't know he always does I'll be it, Universal Soldier or something like that? I don't think it's Universal Soldier no because Universal Soldier is, I mean, it was set in the kind of present day. This is this was set in the the kind of near future. Fuck, oh, this is annoying. Was it? Was it? J- Jason Scott, Jason Scott Lee plays the baddie in it, oh, and nice. like Jason Scott Lee to to me and most people was the guy that played Bruce Lee. So he was built like Bruce Lee. He was like kind of slim but muscular, very athletic. I think he was a dancer as well. Um, On no way, Blade Runner. Ah, there we go. So. <clears throat> He plays the the other kind of super soldier sort of thing, and he's fucking massive in it. He must have been on roids when he did this film because I was I, I was watching it for about twenty minutes before, and I was going, "Is that Jason Scott Lee?" And at that time, I think that came out in ninety eight or ninety nine. It wasn't as easy just to just jump on your phone and Google it. Um, 
but uh, also I remember watching it and it shows you Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell is basically bred to be a soldier from a baby and it shows you him at different stages of his kind of learning curve on how to be a soldier. And there's a bit where they're out for a run. I think he looks about 12, 13 at this point. So out for a run, he's he's running at the front carrying an American flag or some fucking American pish. Anyway, he's he's just he's just running and he's just he's totally straight faced. He's just running. And there's a one of the, the other boy soldiers starts falling behind, then just cuts back to him running. You just hear a gunshot. I'm like, this kid's crap, boom, get rid of him. And I remember looking at it going, that kid looks so much like Kurt Russell, it's not even funny. Turns out it was his kid. <laughs> Why? It, it's, uh, it was uh, Wyatt, Wyatt Russell, who was in uh, 22 Jump Street. Um, it was him. And I was like, that's why I looked like him. <laughs> um, uh, but aye, good film. Good film. That's excellent. Excellent. Well, the next one I've got, actually, I, I put them all in a, a tile together. So I'm going to bring them up and we'll go through them, right? Um, here we go. You can see here, my favourite Martian, Meet the Apple Gates. Oh, so it's actually the Apple Gates. All right. Euro Trip and <clears throat> Stuart Little. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. Why Stuart Little there? And I'll tell you why. Because nobody remembers Stuart Little. I've never seen any of them. What? You haven't even seen Stuart Little? No. I was too this old for Stuart point. Little when that came out. Mate, you're never too old for <clears> Stuart Little. <throat> Stuart Little is Gina Davis, Hugh Laurie, the wee kid from, uh, at the time, he was McGuire. a vampire. Ah, he was basically I, everywhere. Um, and it was Jonathan, great. And what's Jonathan Lipnicki. Uh, and the boy... The, the the voice of the cat, Snowball, is even a, a, a familiar voice actor, you know, and I thought that film was, was excellent. Also, the but, voice um, of Stuart Little was Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox, that's right, aye. <laughs> and you never watched it? No. Mate, it was actually so good. That's one of those films from my childhood. I absolutely loved it, and I don't think kids appreciate it now, like... The minions and all that, you know, they just named they'll ever say, Hey, we put on Stuart Little. So it's kind of lost in that obscure hidden gem. But yet, when I was a kid, it's like everybody knew what Stuart Little was. Then the mm. sequel came out and Celine Dion started singing on it and it just kind of grew for there. And then they never saw oh, it. If she's singing on it, man, I'm in. I'm in. Hi. <laughs> you know that song? Um, what's it? She sings, I'm Alive. That was for that. That was that for, for the... You need to sing it. Oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't do Celine Dion any justice, mate. If you were asking me, no. Janice no. says Stuart Little. Ah, that's right, man. Stuart Little. <laughs> nah, but see, Janice gets it. Um, I. It was great, and then the third one was animated. It's like what the fuck you done. I don't know what happened on the third one, but <laughs> name money. Been a good... <laughs> no money. This was before Hugh Laurie went on to become house and then started being grumpy and everything he was in. This was back like 101 Dalmatians Hugh Laurie where he was almost like Shuggy Grantos. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh Grant's phenomenal, man. Uh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, I, meant, yeah. I meant to say Hugh Laurie. I got my Hughes mixed up. <laughs> I need to adjust my Hugh. My favourite Martian, why is that on there? What's so special about that one? Remember how I said you'd get, I got videotapes for Christmas? That was one of them. I was like, well, right. I thought there's the boy for Dumb and Dumber and there's the boy for Back to the Future and Dennis. Do you, do you know what's funny though? Like, you, mm -hmm. When you're a kid, 
you watch the films that you're given mm-hmm. and you always enjoy them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they always hold a special place in your heart. Whereas a lot of them are probably absolute pish. Well, do you know I, what I mean? Yeah. Like I like do. most of the most of the films from my childhood, I watch them now and I still love them. But there are some where I go, oh my God, how did I ever like this? And I wonder if that looks like it could be one of those. I don't despite, know. Um, despite the cast. Well, Elizabeth Hurley's in it as well, right? So the plot is Jeff Daniels has a missus. I think her name's Vanessa in it, right? And it's basically Elizabeth Hurley, and she's acting like a spoiled wee rich daddy's girl. I'm going to tell my daddy on you. Like this, right? Just call me daddy and we'll be happy, right? uh, (laughs) Right? So what happens is... Still gorgeous. Still gorgeous. (laughs) So Christopher Lloyd obviously lands on Earth. Jeff Daniels is out driving in his car, sees something fly through the sky. It's one of those like proper Flight of the Navigator type films, right? Proper 90s, this is class films for me, right? Walks into the field, he's like, what the hell? This alien's like... And then it turns into basically Christopher Lloyd. And he wears the suit, by the way, that he's wearing. That silver suit that you see here. That silver suit also has a mind of its own. It does its own thing, right? So the right. premise is, 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 it's basically E.T. His ship's <clears> fucked. <throat> he needs to get it fixed to go home. But it keeps ruining everything in Jeff Daniels' life, right? And then Jeff Daniels is like, right, I'm going to help you get out of here because I want you gone because you're ruining everything. But through that, they form a friendship and oh. he has to save him. There's a part in this, right, where um, Christopher Lloyd shrinks Jeff Daniels' car to like a wee car this size and it goes down the sewers and it ends up going up and landing in a toilet. And all you see is Jeff Daniels looks up, right, and a guy's pulling his fucking trousers down. You see a big arse come on it and then a big fucking slurry of shit. So he's literally got <laughs> shit all over his car. I thought, this is. <laughs> you just didn't do this anyway, right? Yeah, I'm watching that tonight. <laughs> but actually watch it, right? And I'll watch the ones that you've said, right? Um, definitely watch My Favourite Martian. It holds a place for me because it's just one of those... I, I watched it always. I had that very cassette. Um, the Apple Gates, that is a film I got from the, the Glorious Cupboard. I went to Uncle Billy's. I was like, right, what you got? Yeah, why don't you try this? Right. <laughs> Sorry, just me say Uncle Billy. My brother reminded me tonight of a, a wee limerick that we used Aye. to say at school. And it was, it. My uncle Billy had a 10-foot willy and he showed it to the wife next door. She thought it was a snake, hit it with a rake, and knew it's only five foot four. <laughs> <laughs> I'll need to ask him, I'll need to ask him. <laughs> but, so he, again, this was in his cupboard. I had no clue. Right, and, I, and I picked up the Apple Gates the same time as I picked up Ernest Goes to Camp. So those two were solid for me. So the Apple Gates is basically, what's his name again? A very, very popular actor. Is his name Ted? He was in Better Call Saul recently. Let me just look that up. Bring the, bring the photo up again. I remember his name if someone says it. Ed Beakley Jr., that's it. See him there? Oh yeah, I don't really know him. Right. Well, he's been in a lot that you've probably seen. He, um, he definitely has. Anyway, he's got a fat. He, he, him and his family of like big cockroaches decide to leave the jungle and pretend to be human because they're sick of getting right. I don't know. Aye. So they do that. They all get regular jobs and that. Try to fight, fit into society, but a lot of shit goes wrong. Right. Uh, and they start getting found out as they're not actually. Your stereotypical family. Um, 
the daughter goes to high school, guy tries to do her, she ends up like turning into a bug. The son's just mental. Um it's crazy, but it's crazy. Is this fun. a kid's film? Aye. It sounds fucking mental. <laughs> it is mental, man. Kids films Get it were watched. made with a different ilk back then. Ah, they? they were. <clears throat> they fucking were. Matthewman says Explorers was the first VHS I owned. Basically Goonies in Space. Soundtrack still gets blasted. Do you know, I've still see Explorers, but that's got one of my favourite actors in it, Mr. Ethan Hawke. Uh, as a very a very young Ethan Hawke, merely like Ethan Sparrow. And um <laughs> Uh, River River Phoenix, I think. <clears throat> River, ah, that's right. River is in that. I'll need to check out Explorers. Ah, looks quite good. Like a good wee kids in space film. There's a there's a title. Eh? Um. So I and then I was I didn't think, but did everybody not watch Eurotrip? This came out maybe late late nineties, early two thousand, and this was the time of American Pie and all that. I mean, it's obviously made by the same folk that made Old School mm. and Road Trip. And for me, it was uh, it was excellent. There's a song in it called "Scotty Doesn't Know." I used to play it in bands as well. Like anytime we would play a gig, we would just burst that out just for the sake of it. And Matt Damon's in it as a cameo. Um, really fun, yeah, really fun. Ah. and I think, and I, the only reason I put that on this list is because when I was talking to Todd yesterday about this episode, he said films like Eurotrip now are considered hidden gems they're the type of films you go on facebook and f- and because it was recently added to netflix it'll say on facebook an article will be like there's a film everybody's you know raving about that you need to see and it's something like Eurotrip. you're like motherfucker i saw that like 20 years ago you know what i mean <laughs> and, and that is the, that's <clears throat> that's the type of one um you know scotty doesn't know no uh probably if i heard it um I can actually, I've got a bass guitar close to hand. So but I'm going to bet that the word no is pronounced no. No, it's no. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear it, can you? I don't think I know it. You need to sing it, mate. Nah, Matt Damon sings it. He's the one singing in there. In the uh, in the film, so the song's about like so Scott's Scott's the name of the character, and he's at the house party, and Matt Damon's band's playing, and they're singing about Scotty doesn't know that me and his missus fuck in my van every Sunday, <laughs> and okay. he, he's listening. He's not listening to the words going <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's my missus. She says she's in church, <laughs> and her name's also Fiona. So. <laughs> And then right, so right at the start when that happens, he's like Fiona, and then his brother films it, and then he becomes a meme. He's always like Fiona. <laughs> it's like proper American Pie kind of such fun. Back when those were fun to watch, you know the whole American frat mm. party type thing. It was it was it was good. It was fun. <clears throat> I think I'm I'm probably too old to enjoy that now. To be honest. You're only old to enjoy it now because you keep telling yourself you're only old to enjoy it. He's like, oh, it's past my day. He's my slippers and my fucking pipe. See, that's your attitude, man. You're, you're never going to enjoy it. Go okay, and watch please. it. Give me slippers and a pipe any day. The <laughs> <laughs> catcher in the rye. <laughs> Catch it in her eye. <laughs> that's the Euro trip humour. Yes. Um, what's, your, what's your next hidden gem? Um, 
<clears throat> my next one is is one that it, it probably wasn't much of a hidden gem at the time when it came out, but I, feel, I do feel like it's kind of faded into obscurity and it's been overshadowed by other movies with the same cast and director that were better, but I still think that it's amazing. It's so good that I have it on Laserdisc and it's behind me. Transport. Shallow Grave. <clears throat> Shallow Grave. I think it was, uh, it was overshadowed by Train Spotting. Um and I think I think it's a it's a great psychological thriller. Um you've got obviously Ewan McGregor. I, think I have seen that. Sure I have seen that. But that's the point. You're not quite a hundred percent sure. You you know you've seen Train Spotting, right? Mm-hmm. You can't remember if you've seen Shallow Grave. And that's but, why yeah. I'm it's that's familiar to me though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you've probably what? maybe you've just seen a trailer for it, and that's why it's familiar. Maybe what's the premise of it again? <clears throat> it's about uh, three three flatmates in Edinburgh that, that basically need a new flatmate to bring in some more rent. So it starts off with them kind of interviewing different people about living in the flat with them, and they're all they're all just not their type of people, so they just kind of take the piss out of them and kind of kick them out the door but then this one guy comes in that seems quite interesting as this English guy I think it's actually the guy from <clears throat> I mean look how young everybody is there there's Christopher Eccleston at the back there as well mm-hmm. um, and uh, they, they let this guy stay and I think on the first night there he dies and uh, <laughs> they find they find him basically lying bollock naked on his bed with a, <laughs> a, suit, with a briefcase full of money or a duffel bag full of money so they decide to take it, start spending it, and then the people whose money that belo- that the money belonged to started coming after them, sort of thing. And then the it kind of drives one of them a little bit insane, and uh, he turns from being this meek flatmate, quiet guy, to being an absolute fucking psychopath. Uh, oh. It's it's worth a watch, man. It's good. It's good. Uh, da- Danny Boyle, Danny Boyle directed as well, so. Of course, naturally. Um, well, this brings me to my last selection here, which you're going to see again, and I'll I'll go through them here. So <laughs> there's a couple of bits. There's a couple of stories to these. Okay. So the first one you're seeing here is called Extreme Ops. This was a DVD. I don't even know how I had. I remember the very first DVD player I ever had probably came with this film, right? I'm and not surprised. Forest. It looks fucking rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and it came with Forest Warrior from Chick- with Chuck Norris, right? Okay. Um, it's actually really <laughs> Look good. Look at his costume. <laughs> <laughs> but mate, and, th- and there's another Gina, Gina Davis classic, as uh, and it's Ed Beagley Jr. as well. See, he's in all the stuff I loved as a kid. Jeff Goldblum, Michael Richards, Transylvania 6, 5000. Christopher Lloyd and Honey, the Kids Rule the World, which is actually called Kids World in America. But for some reason, they repackaged it to make it look like a Honey Eye film. right? And I've got that exact DVD here in my house. right? So I've got why, the physical why, copy of that. Why, why do they feel the need to do that, man? I have no idea why they've done that. No idea, but they've done it anyway, nonetheless. So extreme ops is basically it's like your cliffhanger type thing, right? But a couple of pals all go up skiing in the, the woods before you know it. Couple of baddies come shoot one of their pals. We're here to find money that we lost. Oh no, we're now captive. Let's run about. In fact, let's let's stick it to them. Let's let's us find their money. <laughs> yeah. So okay. much fun. I remember really enjoying that, going, that's excellent. And then 
I think the DVD that I had got destroyed, and I was like, no! But then I found it years later in a shop, and I was like, yes! Oh, a solid 4.4, so, uh, sorry, so, solid 4.4 on IMDb. That's um, good for a film like that, by the way. The thing is, it actually has a cast, man. You've got Rufus Sewell, who uh-huh. is the the kind of bad knight in the, the knight's tale. And then uh-huh. you've got fucking Devin Sawa as well. Who else uh-huh. we got here? Rupert Graves, I'm sure I know that guy. Um, and that's about it. <laughs> it's the type of film I'd expect somebody like Alicia Silverstone to be in. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? I'm sure there is a hot tub, a hot tub scene in this as well. Well, I'm just seeing a lot of cold stuff in the trailer. A lot of ice and snow in the hot tub. Um, yeah, but they're not oh, there. They're literally in the hot tub. A lot of uh, helicopter establishing shots. Um, a skydiving scene. Uh, mountain bike. I can see why you like this. <laughs> Bridget <laughs> Wilson. Mate, Bridget Wilson's in it. Her that plays uh, Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat. The original I Mortal Kombat. I recognised her. Yeah. She's in Last Action Hero as well. That's not her. That's her 100%. She's in Billy her? Madison. She's the teacher oh, in Billy Madison. I fucking loved her when I was young. We all did. Yeah. Oh, Veronica Vaughn. So hot. Want to touch the hiney. <laughs> yep. So, aye, she's in it. I'm going to watch it then. <laughs> it's actually a class film, and I need you to watch that because I need to see what you think about it. But I, it was a, it was a really good film, by the way, like better than it should be. <clears throat> I, uh, I, I say that quite rarely about films. The, the, the film I said that about recently was Gran Turismo, which was way better than it should be. Phenomenal, um, oh, so good. And uh, but yeah, I've I've got a feeling. I think I, I just don't think I'm going to enjoy this one. I'll try. I will try, but I don't Telling think you. I'm going to. Telling you, you will <laughs> get these all punted onto your watch list, my man. Right? I Transylvania shall. six five thousand is just fucking batshit. Right? Again, go on. See all these DVD, all these films I'm showing you. I've got all of them on DVD, every single one of them. I made it a point to collect them all because they were all on VHS. Explain the Forest Warrior choice. I've never seen it, never heard of it. Let's t- tell me about Forest Warrior. Bunch of kids. They go to this big forest where they all hang out, you know, good friends, Stranger Things type of feel. They all love going into the forest because they've got a big tree house there. Until a bunch of robbers come to where the tree house is, right? <laughs> and then before you know it, the whistles in the forest. <whistles> Here he comes, the forest warrior with a kendo stick, fucking everybody up, man. And it's Chuck Norris. It's good. It's good. And I think there's a bit to do with construction as well. They're trying to get rid of this forest. Oh, it's like, no, the day they're no. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably far worse than I ever remember, but so I remember really he's enjoying wood, it. Woodchuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, so here's a wee something for you. So remember we watched Secret Agent Club, the Hulk Hogan film? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Right, I... right. So did I tell you, I think I meant may mention it on that episode where. I went to Quicksave in, in Whitburn when I was very young. I went to Quicksave and there was they were doing video players. It was a video player. This was before DVD players. They were selling video players and in it, you got a selection of videos. Now, I only wanted this video player because it was like, I think my old one had 
packed in. You know that way where you put any videotape you put in it, it comes out in the ribbon snap. Like, oh no, <laughs> uh, you you lose two good tapes. One the first <laughs> the first time it happens. That happens the second... to me. That happened, <laughs> like fucking last week. That happened. To me. <laughs> no, shit. I'm not even kidding. <clears throat> um, I told you that a guy at my work had gave me a VHS player. Yeah, and I'd set it up and I tested it and it worked fine. And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to put on True Lies. Watch it on the video player, right? right. And good old four by three. <laughs> so I put it in, and it was like it started playing, but the counter just never moved. So what the fuck's happening here? So I took it out, put it back in, did this like nine times, turned it over the wall, back on again, <laughs> flipped up the flip, ah, snapped. It didn't. It didn't get chewed up. It didn't get stuck in the player. It's like it just completely sheared off for whatever reason. But then the next video I put and it was fine. So uh, mm, no, I'm wondering well, maybe the guy on eBay just bumped me and it was always snapped and I never looked. Maybe. Maybe the case. I, I got I got done with Casper. I've been collecting VHS. Excuse me? <laughs> I, thought um, he was a, I thought he was a friendly ghost. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I've been collecting VHSs to put along my wall in the office, right? And I've got quite a few good ones. I saw Casper and I was like, oh, class, got it. Took it back, admired it, Class opened burn. up. Class burn. Opened up, ribbon snapped. I was like, oh, should I go and get my money back? But I thought, I'm, I'm not watching it, right, on video. Mm. I'm only displaying it, so I thought, I'll let this go. This you still time. checked it, though. Why did you check it? Because it's within me to do so. It's <laughs> bred within my DNA to do so. Uh, I just admire it. got to open the flap. Right? <laughs> I, you, just, you just got to admire it. Eh? So I, I, bought, I bought the video player that I had. A ton of mad films on it, and Forest Warrior was one of them. The other was Secret Agent Club, and then there was a good few others that fucking brilliant. I mean, you watch them now and you're like, oh, come on. But for their time, I really, really enjoyed them. One was Let's Ruin Dad's Day with Judge Reinhold. Do you remember that okay. one? Okay. No. Um, there was one where all the whole family are trying to chase doing a lottery ticket. Uh, and, and do you know what's the funniest thing? And I, I'm leaving lying. I bought the box set. In fact, can I, can I even see it right here? But I bought, I went and bought the box set on DVD of all those classics that came together. You remember Prism Video? Yeah, that it's definitely today with that. And I know that they're pretty close because I keep them not far. I keep them quite, quite close to like the front of my DVD collection. Um, let me just see if I can spot them. But I, I got them all on DVD. So I, I wanted to get them all again. Oh yay! Yay! <laughs> See, this, this, that's this is a void that Netflix just can't fill. Is just yeah. looking at what you have on your shelves. There's something ethereal about it, man. It's it's a beautiful thing just to go. What do I want to watch? And then just go and have a look at what you own, what you've paid for. You know, it's satisfying as opposed to flicking through screen after screen and reel after reel of digital shit. Yeah. And by the way, look what was right next to it. (laughs) 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 It's it's funny how it's called Ernest Saves Christmas because the case looks like he really fucked up Christmas. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Mate, here they are. Here they are, right? So this isn't even all of them, right? What's the Bigfoot movie? All right. I know, right? So there's Forest Warrior, okay? Which is look, look at that. Like, yeah, like, oh, yes, man. <laughs> I've got a Bruce Lee collection just like this as well. So there's Forest Warrior right there, mate. 
right? Okay. And then next to it, it's just called Bigfoot the Hingy Encounter. And I think that's got Snow John Lithgow because that's Harry and the Hendersons, isn't it? Um, yeah. Matt McCoy and Zachary. I, I, that, I remember the Bigfoot one being quite gash, right? Now there are other there are others of these, but I collected them on separate DVDs, so I didn't get it collected like this. And that's like Secret Agent Club. Let's ruin Dad's day. There's this one here, a, a kid called Danger. <laughs> it's where a kid decides to spy on his neighbour, who's like up to no good, right? And then there's Home Team. Uh, there's a film on Netflix that now called Home Team. Can it be? And that? it's uh, Kevin James that's in it. Nah, and it's quite new. I think it's. I'm sure it's about. I'm sure it's about American football. Probably. But see this. <clears throat> this. So, so there was all those films, but there was also like another four or five of them. And the reason I only got this collection and not every other one, because there's like you know you get four DVDs with it. There's mm -hmm. like three other sets that completes it. But these were all what you got with a video player machine, right? Right all these on videotape so i had all these on videotape and the reason i only have this one is because i actually by the time i got to oh this is a thing i'd already started collecting them let's ruin right. dad's day and all that right so i'd already started collecting them home team was decent it was all right um but the standards there was a kid called danger and forest warrior <laughs> jack norris <laughs> see right um and see if i was to go through my collection by the way i've got tons of all the old classic stuff like this like I see finding that now on DVD, like you can probably get it online, but but you used to you never used to be able to go into a shop and buy this, you know what I mean? And if, when when I first got a job and I was like, oh okay, I'm able to buy things online with my, my own means without having to ask anybody. I was just ordering shit like this all the time, man. Fucking Beethoven collection, <laughs> oh my. the pooch pack, the pooch pack. <laughs> that is horrendous. Whoever I remember, their marketing guy needs shot for that one. The first three were all Jesus right. I mean, Christ. Do, do we do we forget how good like, the original Beethoven film is? Excuse me, I believe I believe it's pronounced Beethoven. Beethoven. <laughs> Beethoven. <laughs> That's what they called them in uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Beethoven. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go back. We're gonna get Beethoven. <laughs> no man. And his Beethoven and Socrates. <laughs> Mate. Socrates, fucking Socrates, <laughs> mate, mate. Oh, there it is. There it okay. is. Okay. <laughs> right. See, I'm no, I'm no lying, man. This is the shit I, I live for. And my wife always get ready your DVD. She's got a fire stick. I'm like, get ready, fucking you. <laughs> look, look, look at that, man. Yeah, look at that. Oh, that's a, that's a thing of beauty. It's a thing of beauty. Right. right. I'm, I'm impressed that you've still got the wee, the wee insert as well. Always, man. I really look after it. Hey, look, there's Lizzie there. Anyway, parental guidance, general viewing, but some scenes may be unsuitable for younger children. Uh, Christopher Lloyd, Jerry Lider, Robert Shapiro, Donald Petrie, Elizabeth Hurley, Daryl Hannah's on it, too. <coughs> it's all excellent, man. It's all excellent. Um, so, I um, can you remember when they first started putting the the content warning next to the film certificate. It used to just say PG, or like it'd be you suitable for all PG general viewing, blah, blah. Then it was uh, 12 suitable for 12 years old, 15, blah, 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 blah. Hmm. But then they started putting this wee box at the side and it would say language, mild, sex, oh, yeah. nudity, moderate, yeah. violence, strong. 
that only started happening, I think, in the late 90s. Well, there it is. Yeah, but it, it also used to be color-coded. It was like red, green, yellow, and white, I believe. Stupid. Ah, I can see it's got its place. It's got its place. But now, you get, now you get warnings for depictions of tobacco and outdated references. Oh, no. Two comedies next to Burbs. I've got that. It was all right. Uh, definitely check out UHF with Weird Al Yank. <laughs> Weird Al's all right. He's all right. I don't know. I don't think he's he's all that. Um, but by the way, see Transylvania 65000. That's mental, man. It's mental. <laughs> it's so funny, but mental. Uh, and honey, I sh- the kids rule the world, which is actually kids' world. It's about the kids like that. Uh, honey, I shrunk my career. <laughs> mm. Basically, the kids go into this wee cave. They find a stick. They make a wish that all parents would disappear. So all the parents disappear. So like, why is Christopher Lloyd no disappear? Because he's a child in the mind, right? So was he slow? Aye, in this aye. Hey, right. Jack. Jack's a forgotten treasure as well. Remember that? Where <clears throat> Jack is actually really good. Phenomenal um, film. Brian Adams done the, the theme for that. My uh, my boy, uh, he likes he likes Jack. And uh, again, it's a funny one. There's a lot of stuff in it that really isn't suitable for kids. I know. Um, remember the bit where they're sitting in the treehouse uh, with Jack, um, played by the late great Robin Williams. And uh, obviously, the premise of the film is that he's a ten year old boy, but he's got a forty year old body. He ages four times as fast as he should. So by the time he graduates high school, he looks like he's 80 sort of thing. It's, it's actually right. really poignant, man. Francis right. Ford fucking Coppola directed that film, which mm. I forgot about. But anyway, <clears throat> they're sitting in the treehouse and they, they just, like, they have a wee whisper and they're like, hey, Jack, do you ever get a boner? He's like, what's that? He's like, you know, an erector. He goes, well, not yet. I'm hoping to get one for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> And then Bill Cosby pops his head through treehouse. Hey, these are all classic. He was good in that. And then they're off farting into a tin and all that. Mate, say what you want about Bill Cosby. The guy was talented. It just so happens that he's a fucking horrible sex criminal. <laughs> but... Hey ho! Um, there, there is that. What's what's next? Did you ever see the video of him? Did you ever see the video of him leaving court and going, "Hey, hey, hey!" It's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? No, he did the foul. But... Aye, God, fuck. That's quite funny. So, what are we doing, man? Am I getting one more? Aye, if you've got one in you. I, I've got, I've got loads left, but I've got the. I had a feeling you were trying to wrap things up. So, no, no I mean, we can always do a part two as well. So, yeah, save yeah. them as well, and we'll. We'll so now, now I've got the enviable task or unenviable task of picking from the other ones I've got in here because I've still got fucking loads. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. I'm actually going to go with this one. I'm going to go with the legend of Barney Thompson. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Have you got that as well? <laughs> okay. So you <laughs> see there. We've got Robert Carlyle, Ray Winston, and her that I find really attractive. What's her name again? Emma, Emma Thompson. Oh, aye. Emma Watson as well, but Emma Thompson's the one that's in this film. Um, and also our, our friend, Stephen McCall, is uh, 
is in this film as well. And did he? He also told us a story about Emma meeting him at the Barrowlands, and she was complete method acting. So she came up to him in character and started yeah. talking to him in character, which he loved. <laughs> She's like, "All right, son, you want a wee cup of tea?" Her Scottish accent in that film, her playing an old Glasgow slag, is one of the funniest things I've ever That's a fucking great film. seen. And uh, you're right. See what what you've got here is a guy who is an accidental serial killer. Mm-hmm. He's an accidental serial killer whose mum happens to be an active serial killer. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. Like there's, He ends up kind of having to go to his mum because he's accidentally killed somebody. And she's just like, he's like, fucking calm down. I'll deal with it. <laughs> and, and, and she just seems to know what to do. And then it's, it, it, it's amazing. It is, it is amazing. The first victim is our friend Stephen McCall. Um, he's the first guy to to pop his clogs, and that's in he's the trailer. Funny, by the way, I'm, I'm not even I'm not even spoiling it. Then, but uh, it's it's when he's he's because he, he's obviously uh, Barney Thompson's a barber in it, and he's like he's a shite barber. <laughs> he even says it at the start of the film. He's like he's like I've got two styles: back and sides, or short back and sides. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of no, nobody wants to get a haircut by him so they're trying to get rid of him at the barber shop so Stephen McCall his character is the son of the owner and the owner gets him to fire him and he's, he's just like he's like you've no potter Barney you, you stand there them like a fucking haunted tree <laughs> yeah, that's a great line fucking haunted tree um, and uh, it's, it's just a uh, I mean, there's there's there's, there's just some nasty stuff in it as well. Like, I mean, some chopped up body parts, and um, I'm sure at one point there's an entire arse on a platter, literally. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, Ray Winston is 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 brilliant. You've also got uh, Ashley Jensen, who is a Scottish girl from Extras with Ricky Gervais, and she's in Afterlife as well. She plays the the nurse in the nursing home looking after his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she's brilliant. She's like the up and coming female detective that's trying to basically kick Winston out of the way and and make her path. Um so so many funny moments. There's actually there was a moment at, and it was filmed at Loch Lubnig, which is just outside Calendar. That sounds um, like you've just you know what see when you said Love Lubnig, it sounds like somebody's you were playing a song and then you've got the vinyl and you just turned it backwards. Love Lubnig. Loch Lubnig. Loch Lubnig. I'm a, I actually don't even know if it's pronounced Lubnig. That's how it's pronounced in the film. That's how it looks. It's probably Lanai or something. It'll be it'll have a weird Scottish pronunciation that we don't know. Um, but when I saw it in that film, I was like, I'm going to go there because it looks gorgeous, and it fucking is. It is a beautiful little spot, man. Um, if you've never been, you should go. Um, but yeah, Legend of Barney Thompson. I'll leave. I'll leave my list there for the time being. Um, an absolute gem of a film, and Robert Robert Carlyle is Robert Carlyle. You know, he's he's fantastic. So, um, aye, go for it, go see it. Mm-hmm. Aye, definitely. It's on Amazon aye. Prime, I believe. Aye, or you can get it on DVD. Aye, or that. Mm-hmm. Buy the physical media, people. Exactly. Damn right. <laughs> well, it's been fucking phenomenal as always. I, I love taking a wee trip down memory lane because now you've got a watch list, and I now need to hear your views on these films that I've put to you and I am going to check out this is when I find out that you'd done it for a laugh and you thought all the films were shite not at all man do you think I've spent and by the way movies like my favourite Marshmallow, 15 quid to get hold of that 
Do you know what I mean? Because of how old it is and how nobody wants it. <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> nobody so, wants us. Let's put the price up. <laughs> pretty much, because that one we sucker that does, <clears throat> you know. Ah, you. But <laughs> for real. But aye, it's been it's been class going back through it. I always love to talk about these great films. There needs to be a, an episode we do where we pull our DVDs out, man, and just be like, look at this one, look at this one. This is the point. You know what I mean? See if you can get that Ed Bagley Heath boy or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. See if we can get him on the show. He was just in Better Call Saul. He's too huge. Oh, man. was he? Ah, that's not uh, happening then. That's not him. Better I'm going to try. Else. <laughs> uh, I'll definitely try. I'll definitely try. <clears throat> I'm seeing smaller podcasts get big guests. And I'm like, where? I think we know it's because of who they know. It's always uh, who they know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, we know a lot of folk. I know, we, we, we've built up a decent wee network. Aye. So, so stay tuned for next week's episode. I'm going to really try and bring in a cool guest <clears> for everybody. <throat> um, we've had a good run of guests last fucking three, four weeks. Good run of guests every time. So it was good to just kind of shoot the shit here with you, J-Mac. Um, oh, is, it, is that is that a uh, lovely girl coming back on for the she is. Pillar she Tree is. podcast? 100%, Sarah. Uh, Excellent. She Excellent. is definitely coming on. She says just give her the time and the date. So we'll we'll do that as our Christmas special, and we'll all put Christmas hats on and Christmas jumpers, and we'll get hot chocolate, right? And then we'll get Matthew Man on, and we will watch Killer Tree with Sarah Alexandra Marks. <laughs> I think it's called the Killing Tree. The Killing Tree. I thought it was the Killer Killing Tree. tree. <laughs> I actually, would have watched it before now, but I have to wait for it. It looks yeah. fucking awesome. It's a tree that malkies you. There's a bit in the trailer with the. The tree is just walking about holding a knife, and that is just <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, I know. So I can't, I cannot wait to watch that, and it'll be the first time someone from the films actually done a watch along with us. And she's so up for it. She's so up for it, which is excellent because I, I sent Aye. her a message afterwards she to say, she "Hey, wants to do the podcast or not?" But... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, um, <clears throat> but the. That will be awesome. We we we, we nearly we nearly can kind of did it with Matt Car- Matt Caradis, but he came on the following week mm-hmm. after the watch along. But oh oh, three out of ten. Oh, that was rubbish. That was rubbish. It was a three out of ten, my man. <laughs> so I yeah. so if there's any guests you guys would like us to reach out to, smash them into the comments or send us them via email jibberjabberscotland at gmail.com uh, but I am waiting on a couple of responses so perhaps we'll have some more cool guests coming up real soon if you want to come on this podcast tell us why and chuck a wee message at us and the more the merrier but I for this evening have been burst Kevin Just one, <laughs> one thing one thing before we go Kev uh-huh. how many times did I yawn? none I don't think I did once do you know why? I don't have any energy to do it. <laughs> I just made myself yawn to see if you would fucking yawn. You're the only person on the human plane that doesn't find a yawn contagious. So fuck you. We'll see you next I week. I do. I do. I do. I just think I'm <laughs> barged in. That's it. Subscribe. I can't believe you still <laughs> use that fucking thing. <laughs> Couldn't I say that better myself? <laughs> Couldn't I say that better myself? So enjoy the rest of your week, guys. We'll see you guys. <gasps> I'm not going to look. How do I fix it? <laughs>
There we go. <laughs> G-Mark. Oh, Catch you fast. <laughs> I'll come back on for a watch along something. Yes, Janice, definitely do. Feel the love. <laughs> Burst right, lads. <laughs> Feel the love. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked, man. Take it easy, guys. We'll see you next week and enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye.